Good morning, everyone. We are on a great journey this morning on Neon and Beyond. Thank you so much for joining us and staying with us. As I get you ready for our next guest, this is going to be a great, great time for all of us. Um, Adoption and fostering is near and dear to my heart. If you don't know, my two babies are adopted. So it's something that I love to always chat about and, and let you know the great stories that we go through in life and why it's so important and the things that you can do. That's you listening this morning. With that being said, our next spotlight will be on Olive Crest. If you don't know about Olive Crest, I hope that you get the opportunity. Follow along, check out their website. It's olivecrest.org. And this morning, the executive director, Jimmy Monaham, is with us this morning. Jimmy, how are you? I am well. How are you doing? I am amazing, and I appreciate you taking the time. I really love the fundamentals about Olive Crest. I know you guys have been around for a while, but who better to tell us about it than you? And like I always begin everything, first of all, as the executive director of Olive Crest, how long have you been with the organization? And tell us a little bit about you. So I've officially been with Olive Crest for 10 months. I've known of Olive Crest since 2014 and had been involved with them in some volunteer capacities. Um, how I landed at Olive Crest is a pretty interesting story. Uh, I, too, have adopted and foster care in my history, and my heart for foster care starts 19 years ago. Daughter, um, she was born cocaine exposed. My wife and I were drug addicts and alcoholics um, for most of our adult life, and my daughter was born and removed from our custody, and uh, we went through the system. Uh, We had to get clean and sober if we wanted her back, and... There was a place in Denver, Colorado, where a woman spoke hope into our lives, and it was an agency very similar to Olive Crest, and she, uh, the hope that she spoke allowed us to be hopeful, and we reunified at nine months uh, clean and sober with a nine-month-old baby that we had no idea about um, how to raise, and she was also, uh, you know, we had never known each other sober, so it was a pretty scary time in our lives, but we did all right, went on to have three more biological kids, and Fast forward uh, many, many years, about three years ago, uh, three little kids came into our care. Uh, They were four months, three years old, and six years old, and their mom and dad were experiencing the same struggles that my wife and I were experiencing many years ago. And so we said, you know what, let's let's take care of these kids while they get well, and and then they can reunify because reunification is always the number one goal. And... Unfortunately for them, uh, they were not able to continue sobriety and, and really struggled, and we ended up adopting those kids last February. Um, and then just a month ago, we took in another kiddo. Uh, so I have eight kids. Wow, um, God bless you. Woo! Well, God bless my wife. Um, <laughs> she, uh, she is an incredible uh, warrior for the kids, and it's her heart as well. So we, we believe that this is a family position. I may be the executive director of Olive Crest, but I couldn't do what I do without the support of my wife and my family. Absolutely. And what are the fundamentals of Olive Crest? What, what's the basis of this organization? Simply and at its core, Olive Crest exists to end child abuse and neglect, period. We do that in a variety of ways, but at its core, that is our mission. And are child you- abuse and neglect. Sorry, I'm sorry, go, go ahead. I was just going to say, as far as the kiddos are concerned, are you working with Clark County Services, or how are you helping all the kids, and where are they coming from? 
So we have, what a lot of people don't know about all of we have a plethora of services. We have um, prevention services. We have foster services. So, yes, we work with uh, the Department of Family Services. Every child that's in foster care in um, our county comes from Department of Family Services. What we do is with our services, there's, we are specialized foster cares. We are we, the kiddos that are a little harder emotionally. Um, the neglect might have been a little more severe. There might be a little, there's, there's more need for attention. So we're able to go into the homes and have weekly contact with our families that are specialized foster care. We're able to wrap them uh, in some care support and have care communities around them and have people who are involved in their lives because, as you know, adoption's hard. Uh, and fostering, um, I've done a lot of really hard things in my life. Um, fostering, by far, has been the hardest thing I've ever done. Uh, I would, and with that being said, as far as fostering, I that God bless you for that too, because I had to go adoption route. But for those listening this morning, and and it's tugging at their heart, or they want to know more about it, or really really help with it, anyone can get involved that has a love for kids and really wants to help our next future, right? Absolutely. I mean, obviously, we're going to background check people. We're going to fingerprint people that have um, direct contact with the kiddos because we got to keep it safe. You know, there's 4,500 kids in Clark County in foster care right now. So if there's 4,500 wow. kids, that means there's probably seven to 9,000 that are about to go in. And so we have a, we have a lot of programs um, that try to mitigate that as well. We try to prevent the DFS and the CPS involvement. We believe family is core. We believe that having, you know, strong families is, gives you safe kids, and we believe that we have programs that help do that. Um, so we have plenty of places to get plugged in. They can come in and volunteer. Uh, we always can use um, pledge support. We have a monthly sustainer program. They can find out about it all at crest.org that is huge because that's that's – um, resource that we know is going to be there in the 501c3 world. We don't always know if the resource is going to be there. So with the sustainer program, we can do that. Uh, but there's all kinds of stuff. You know, even with COVID, we have people coming in and volunteering here. Uh, there's items that we need. There's all kinds of ways to get plugged in. Absolutely. Donations are always needed, and that doesn't necessarily mean it has to be money if you're doing any, you know, personal hygiene or back to school or all that kind of stuff, because Olive Crest is another great organization here in Clark County working to help with all these kids. This morning we are talking with Olive Crest, and Jimmy Monaham is the executive director, olivecrest.org. You can see other great things that they're doing as we go through a lot this morning. And through the pandemic, of course, a lot of things had to, you guys kept going and it didn't stop. And I know that the MGM Foundation grant has been huge for you guys, right? Absolutely. MGM uh, awarded us $80,000. And what that has allowed us to do is really focus, laser focus on some mental health issues that we, for our, the families that we serve, um, mental health can be scary. There's a stigma to it. Um, oftentimes, especially in foster, when the kiddos are going everywhere and their school and there's all this, to be able for us to go into the home and provide mental health to those that we're serving is huge. So we've been able to do that, to keep it in-house, to be able to do our assessments in-house, to be able to offer um, the people to call in uh, some hope. We have a family resource center as well. So what that means is if you're struggling with basically not those hierarchy of needs, you're struggling with 
uh, food, rent, just the, the survival stuff. We're area code based. We can always help one person once that's outside of our area code, and then we get them plugged into the appropriate family resource center in their geographic area. But one of the things that we're doing with that is um, everybody's asked a set of questions to screen for mental health. And if it's high, we're able to say, hey, you know, uh, you answer some questions that would indicate that you're really struggling with anxiety right now. Or you can you, you could be depressed. Um, can we help you with that? And then what we do is we help coordinate care for them and get them plugged in. And that's every single person that comes to our family resource center. There's so much that goes on with Olive Crest, you guys. I hope that you take the opportunity, olivecrest.org. You can donate. You can get involved. You can volunteer. Of course, you're looking to foster children and some of the kiddos, or even if adoption has been on your mind, they can take you through that process. You can go and see their organization, and I know that they're going to walk you through all of that. And I can't stress the importance of helping and giving back to the community that we live because, man, those kids... You know, they, they need a lot of love, and I know there's a lot of people listening that can help. Yeah, we, yes, there yes. is. And unfortunately, um, child abuse and neglect is never going to go away. We would love to be at a day one day when we could say, wow, there's no children being abused or neglected. But we know the world that we live in, and we know the conditions in which we live. And so we know that this is going to be a, a problem. And we have people who will stand in the gap with these families, not in the gap for these families, but with these families to prevent them from having to surrender their child for good um, because they feel hopeless. We know that that isolation is the number one cause for neglect. So we believe in relationships. We believe in doing life together. We believe in doing the, the hard stuff together, the fun stuff together, and being present in one another's lives. Because when we're present in one another's, in each other's lives, and I don't have to do it by myself. I have somebody who can help me. So that's really what we're about. We have a program called Strong Families, and what that is is a family may be identified as struggling. Uh, They may come to the Family Resource Center. They may come through the school. They may even come through the CPS hotline, but there's not enough going on that warrants an investigation. But they call us, and it's voluntary. And, and what we do is we, for 16 weeks, our staff goes in once a week to their homes and helps them. Helps them figure out how to mitigate what's causing the problem. Helps them to uh, with parenting skills. Helps them with um, newborn stuff. You know, they need diapers. They need a crib. They need a jumper. Uh, they need somebody to help them with a schedule on how to, you know, we, let me give you this story. We have also have a program for teenage and young adults emancipating out of foster care where we house them, help them with life skills and um, rent. It's just an incredible program. We have 12 spots for that. We had somebody in that program. They aged out and they graduated. And they came to us a couple years later and she was pregnant. And was like, I just need some help. So our strong families team went in there. She didn't have a crib. A little delay. So we went to where we had to go. So on her cupboard is how to make a bottle. When she's frustrated, when she's freaking out, she can go to her cupboard and it says, step one, get the bottle, clean the bottle, get the formula. You know, it's just A to Z, how to do it. So she comes, she's, we're helping her get ready with the crib and all that. She gives birth early. She goes into the hospital. DFS, the hospital staff is concerned about her ability to take care of the child, so DFS gets involved. DFS actually removes the child. 
Um, but because we are a licensed foster agency, they place the child with one of our foster families. Reunification happens about six weeks later, and now our strong family team is still in that home, still helping her, but the problem that was preventing her from being able to be uh, the mother that she needed to be is being mitigated, and they're both safe. And that's what we do. It's like having a little extra push just to get back on track, right? Yeah. It, again, it's it's a hand up, not a hand out. It's right. a, how can we how can we stand in this with you? Um, maybe what you're experiencing to you may be a stumbling block, but to us, we help turn those into stepping stones. We really just do life with these folks. Again, we, we want to end child abuse and neglect, and we know that if isolation is the number one indicator of that, what better way to, to help prevent that than to be in life with somebody? Absolutely. Great things at Olive Crest, you guys, olivecrest.org. Before we let you go, Jimmy, what's coming up for you guys? We always need diapers. We always need new clothes and new shoes. Um, we are at, we are about to launch in the capital campaign. Um, this is probably the first uh, we've said about it publicly, but we are looking to start a capital campaign because we want to end services here in Las Vegas. I would love to eventually move into Pahrump um, and then uh, Reno, but right now focusing on Las Vegas. So you know the monthly sustainer program is huge for us. And if you want to just come and, and roll up your sleeves and get involved, uh, just give us a call, and you can reach us at seven zero two. Six eight five three four five nine. You can really ask for anybody, uh, and we'll get you plugged in. Again, we have a ton of programs that can help. We have a ton of people who love helping people, and if you're struggling, you don't have to struggle alone. That's the message. Awesome. I love it. Jimmy Monham, the Executive Director of Olive Crest. I appreciate your time. Thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for turning around and, and you know, giving back to the community and loving on those kiddos. And, and I just, it's a great story. I appreciate it. Thanks, Steph. And thanks for, uh, thanks for making a difference in the two little lives that, that you adopted and in turn making a difference in all the lives of the listeners that you touch. So thank you for what you do. Awesome. Thank you, Jimmy. We'll talk soon, okay? Sounds good. All right. Have a great day. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.